Hi, everybody. I'm Dave. And I'm John. And this is Coffee and Capes, our podcast about two of our favorite things. You probably know that by now, but we like to remind you every time anyway. Uh, our, our, this is our podcast about drinking coffee and talking about geek culture. Yeah. Because that's what we do. Yep. Very, very frequently. Yes. And occasionally we even record, like today. From time to time, when the mood strikes us. Right. Yeah. Almost, it, well, not just occasionally, actually, almost weekly. Almost. We've only missed like a couple of weeks because of like vacations or people almost dying. <laughs> okay. I don't remember the almost dying part, but let's. I got pretty sick one week. Yeah, yeah I guess that's right. Yeah. I think this is episode 42. You know what that means? Uh, I believe this is episode 43. Oh, darn. Yeah, you were close. Usually you're like ahead. <laughs> Usually well, you're like, I think this is episode 183. No, it's only episode seven. Oh, dang it's it. only episode seven. Just feels like 183. <laughs> we're doing it for so long. Man, so long. we missed our chance then last time. It's 42, you know? It's the answer to life, the universe, and everything. I know. Life, the universe, and everything else. Yes. That's oh, a well. great, great, great book. Hitchhiker's Guide to it the truly Galaxy. Is. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Just amazing. So good. Um, all right. So, friends, we're glad you found us. Whatever way you did, uh, we like to remind you of all the ways that you can connect with us because we love it when you connect with us. We do. We do. It makes us feel special, loved, and wanted. Um, so guys, if you are watching us, then you found us on YouTube. So nice to see your faces. Hi, Hi everybody. Uh, if you're listening to us, you probably found us on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all of the ways that you can listen to your favorite podcast. Not saying we're a favorite, but hey, you know, thanks for listening. We could be there. We could be a favorite. We, we said we a favorite. Welcome. We didn't say the favorite. I mean, you could That's be. Right. We could be your favorite, but. We're okay if not. We don't understand. Yeah, there's we're a lot cool of podcasts out there. There's, there's a lot of people that do yeah. this thing. Um, and then on social, if you found us on Instagram, uh, you know, we're at coffee underscore the letter N underscore the word capes. Then Facebook, we're on Twitter. We have a TikTok channel that doesn't do anything. <laughs> so you go there and see how inept we are at TikTok. Um we literally haven't done anything yet with it. So it's just a blank, empty channel. Maybe someday which, we will. Which maybe, is that a statement in and of itself? That we yeah, have I think so. That we, we, we don't use it because we're old. That seems like it's yeah, sort of a meta a commentary on, on uh, our age and the medium. For sure. Um, absolutely. So then you can email us, right? We're at supers, S-U-P-E-R-S at coffeeandcapes.com. And you can find us on our website, uh, coffeeandcapes.com. Or if that's too hard to remember, just go into your URL, type comics.coffee, and you will find us as well. You'll reach our website where we have all kinds of amazingly, heroically great coffee, as well as comic books, subscription boxes, all the things to keep your morning headed in the right direction. Or your evening. It's okay to drink coffee. Later. Or your evening. It yeah. just doesn't have to be the morning. You can read comics and drink coffee whenever you want to do those things. Yeah. Whenever it fits into your lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. John's got our, our dark uh, 
dark roast cup there. I've, I've got the uh, I got the light one. Yep, the light one. I am. I just had to make sure something. Anyway, so yeah, those are all the ways you can find us. Thanks for checking us out and recommend us to your friends and uh, give us a review in the Spotify or iTunes wherever you're listening to us uh, on YouTube. We do appreciate you know reviews. Let us know what you think. And five stars if you think we're worthy. Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, yeah. all that stuff helps saying. people find us. Yeah. So, all right. Cool. Okay. Well, uh, what's our what's our coffee this week? Our coffee this week. Uh, let's talk about Empire's Roast this week. Ooh, all right. Yeah, so this is uh, this is a really good one. This is a kind of a rare coffee. It's a single origin dark roast. It's got some nice notes of milk, chocolate, honey, and a hint of citrus. Um, Empire's Roast actually comes from Thailand. So it's a very small, the, the beans come from a very small farm in Thailand where all the workers are paid a living wage, which is pretty phenomenal guys it like truly is so important. um and, and it goes along with our desire to you know we talk about coffee comics and community that touches on the community aspect and that we really do effort to source out our coffee from um community driven farms that are paying a living wage that are fair trade that uh take care of the planet so this one is a dark roast we have a um medium roast version of it as well in critical role so you can check that one out but it is a little bit like i said a little bit rare coffee to get hold of and it's got a little bit higher price but totally worth it it's probably the smoothest dark roast you'll ever have in terms of like that lack of bite to it there's really no acidity to it it's pretty incredible it is a good one yeah it's perfect for like you know helping you with your galactic empirical conquest of the galaxy it or is. stopping it for that matter. <laughs> right. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. yeah. How about stopping Either the way. imperial conquest? You know, whichever side of the force you fall onto, it'll support your mission. It'll help you. It'll help you get going. Probably. It probably actually, if, if Anakin would have had some empires rush to drink, uh, maybe he would have been a little bit more alert enough to pick up on the fact that Palpatine was a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Long before he wound up a uh, toasted marshmallow on uh, on the shores of the lava planet. Yeah. <laughs> toasted marshmallow. I don't think in all the conversations I've ever had in my life about Star Wars things, I don't think I've ever heard anakin slash darth vader referred to as a toasted marshmallow but you're not wrong i'm not wrong no i mean come on <laughs> all right moving That's on pretty great okay uh so <clears throat> you know all the ways to find us we've got a little coffee going what uh, do we have a fan fiction what do you got for fan fiction this week Jean? so i i think fan fiction just kind of rolls into the topic today 
Um, so if you're if you're watching us, right, you can see our backgrounds. There's always a hint in the background of what we're going to talk about. We and, say a hint, but it's really more like a just flat out telling you. <laughs> yeah, we're just literally saying. So today we decided to give our first impressions on She-Hulk after watching one whole episode um, out of, I believe there's nine. That's what I've read. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you can make a really solid like uh, review on an entire series after one episode. Insert eye rolls here. <laughs> um, but it's it's been pretty interesting. I, I, you know, part of the impetus for this, at least on my end, when I reached out to you last night, Dave, about doing this one was it's interesting to see the wide divide in reviews and comments on She-Hulk. Um, and it's, and I've read a couple negative, like negative reviews of it. And I've read a couple positive reviews of it. And I have to say, I, I'm, it's interesting how people are politicizing this show hmm. okay. in their review of it instead of <laughs> looking at it for maybe like what it is right um but i did read one like one negative review that was very intelligently written and made some points that i thought yeah you know those are solid points and I've read a couple like positive reviews, same way, right? Um, and we'll talk about those uh, as kind of as we go along. We've mentioned before that this this show probably was going to have a little bit of that around it because when it was announced, the less community driven aspects of the comic book community, right? the how dare you like the, the dude bro types the dude bro types the ones that were like oh, we don't need a girl hulk we already have a guy hulk and all this other stuff like started why are they making out there yeah why are they making girl versions of all my favorite characters why are they making girl versions of all my favorite characters those kinds of things that there's as as much as it pains to say right there is definitely a misogynistic underpinning at times to the comic book community um that is unfortunate right um that that seems to have issue with like strong women as as central characters yeah. Right. Strong women as a central character, as like the highlight of the show. And some of the reviews that, and the people talking negatively about the show, that's what it's really focused on is the fact that they felt like, why is She Hulk shown to be just as strong as regular Hulk? And that's BS. And, you know, and they're just attacking men and they're just making men look bad and all this jazz. Yeah. And it's like, I, and, you know, and it's just another, what was another one I read where it was like, it's just another, oh, poor women have it so hard kind of thing. And all men are bad. And I'm like, I didn't get that. No, not at all. Like, honestly, I, I didn't, you know, when I, so 
the the scene where can, let's jump let's jump to a scene the okay scene where and she's... also hold on before we yeah. go we got to give our uh our standard coffee and capes spoiler warning that uh thanks i never do here there be spoilers yeah that, uh if you haven't watched the first episode and you don't want it spoiled uh then you need to stop listening right now and come back later after you've watched it because we're we don't hold back from spoilers we're just going to talk about it because that's what we do so yeah totally yeah it's a great point thank you very much um because i never say that i just launch into my tirades <laughs> understand so the the scene where uh bruce has jennifer walters in the the plastic cage thing yeah to see what triggers her turn and he's talking about you know fear anger blah 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 all these different things right and she's explaining to him that's a normal day in the life of like any woman. Yeah. Right. And people are, and then there was the other scene where he's talking about, you know, controlling anger and, you know, learning how to control that rage. And she's talking about like, anytime I walk down and fear, right. And fear, right. and anytime yep. I walk down the street and some guy like whistles at me or makes a rude comment or somebody that I work with. Right. Uh, tries to essentially, you know, talking yeah. about how difficult it is for her and why she's able to control that anger. I didn't think that that was like all men are bad, right? Poor me. I thought it was a, a very intelligent way to just kind of point out that like, hey, buddy, like the reason I can do this easier than you can is because I've dealt with this kind of crap that let's be real guys let's just for one minute let's set aside our little egos that are so easily bruised apparently <laughs> and say that hey guess what i can guarantee guarantee the guys who are like oh man just bashing on dudes and man hating really when was the last time you were walking down the street and you were whistled at by a bunch of women who were well, I'd like that. I'd like that. I don't know why the women don't like that. Right. Yeah. I'd like that. I don't understand. Um, and How about when was the last time you were sitting in a room full of women and you felt nervous? Right. right. Not unsafe. nervous. Because... Not just nervous. Unsafe. Yeah. Unsafe. Yeah. Dude, get right. it. Right. <laughs> well, and, you know, obviously the, the lead the lead actor in this show, uh, Tatiana Maslany, is a woman. The uh, showrunner, the director, uh, Gao. I'm not quite sure what her. I I misplaced who that is right now, but uh, yeah. is a woman. Like, I'm. I have to assume. I don't know who's in the writers' room, but I'm gonna assume that there are some women writing this thing. Sure, like, of people course. are writing from their experience, and it makes sense for the character. You have two different Hulks, and one struggles mightily with how to integrate his emotions and i think it's a it's it's one of those great moments to me that 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 scene you're talking about where jennifer ex kind of explains to bruce why her experience being a hulk is different mm -hmm. so it it explains the difference in character while also naming the real lived experience for a whole right. lot of women when she says I, i've had to control my emotions I don't, you know, I don't know if she puts a time limit on it. I don't remember exactly, but essentially my entire adult life, because if I don't, and probably before that, if yep. I don't, well, then I'm 
you know, I'm too shrill or I'm too, you know, I'm too emotional. I can't be trusted. Or I, if I get mm -hmm. too angry, well then I'm just that angry one. Like, and, and oh my gosh, if it were you, we hear this from our, our, our black women neighbors too. Like, oh my gosh, you can't possibly be the, the, the angry black woman in the room. Like that really sets everybody off. Like, you know, and, and Tatiana and, and Jennifer Walters don't have to deal with that piece of it, but still like, I don't right. understand what, so I just don't understand the mindset where like, Oh, I'm so offended by that idea of it. And I just well, want to say also just back to the like, oh, they're making the character a woman like just I looked it up and She-Hulk first debuted in 1980. Yeah. So that's 40 years 42 ago. 42 years. Yeah. yeah. 42 years ago, gang. Like she's yeah. been around for a while. And there's there's some, you know, there are some folks that point to that she's different than she was in like Savage She-Hulk, um, which, you know, the first She-Hulk run you know, she's different than that run. But guess what, guys? She's gone through a, a bunch of different runs, just like Captain America's gone through a bunch of different runs, which, you know. Right. Every single character in the, the MCU whole, they all have is different pull, from, yeah. Yeah. You pull yeah. from the run that you feel connected to enough to be able to bring it to life and do it justice, right? Right. Um, right. Hawkeye, the Hawkeye TV show, was heavily influenced by the Matt Fraction run oh, on yeah. the on the book yeah. it was you know in the the way they did it the way they looked the some of the little things that we talked about in that podcast like, like the little he's always got some kind of bandage on his face like that's that's to, and the relationship between clint and and uh kate kate like all that stuff mainly from that one run and matt fraction was like an executive producer or something on the on that show we, we talked about all that but you could just as easily say, well, that's different from how he was in, you know, when he was first introduced in the Avengers and the his relationship to Swordman was completely different. And that's gone through different changes throughout various iterations of that. Like, that's just part of the medium of comics. Like, yeah. And every single character in the MCU, including our favorite white men, Tony and Cap and 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 Thor and Bruce, all of them are a little different in the in the MCU. And it's better that isn't it better that way? Yeah, and you know, isn't, like some of those guys were, some of those guys are pointing back to and and knocking and like Captain Marvel and Brie Larson, and it, and it's like guys, your colors are really showing here in that you clearly are afraid of strong women. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which, if that's what you think, and and you're in comic comic book land. You're kind of setting yourself up for disaster there. Like, yeah, right. I'm a super full of strong women. It's kind of the point. Yeah, right. I mean, if you're afraid of strong women, guys, man, that's a tough life. Like, yeah. I love that my wife is strong. Right. Like, she's physically strong. She's emotionally strong. Like, she's a she's a strong lady, and and man, that is great because as partners in life that means when i don't have the ability to be strong like i can lean into her right when she doesn't have the ability to be strong in a situation she can lean into me right and just from the physical aspect like watching her lift i'm like man she is awesome um this this like fear that and I don't even know that it's it's 
it is fear. I mean, I think it's just fear at the end of the day that like, you know, strong women are going to take over your favorite like medium of comic books because it's never going to happen. Like maybe there's a point where it evens out a little bit more and there's some more equality and, you know, what have you. But like comics are, are about equality. Comics are about community. And we say it almost every yeah. episode because it comes back to that so often. Like everybody belongs and finding a place where finding a place where you belong. And yeah. here's the thing: it's not a, it's not pie. It's not a zero sum game. Like there's not a limited right. number of seats at the table. Yeah, it's it's an infinite table, and they're just we're just making room for everybody. I I think that like. I think there was a segment of the community and the population that went into this wanting to hate it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. That they were already set in their mind. Same thing with Captain Marvel as well. Sure. Like they just yeah. went into it with this idea of like, uh, no matter what happens, this is a man bashing hero. Like I hate this show. I'm going to watch it just so I can talk about how much I hate it that kind of thing instead yeah. of going into it with like a truly open mind and saying, I wonder what this is going to look like. Right. Um, right. You know, and the reality is like she Hulk is strong. Sure. Strong. Well, yeah. And the last, like what, two, three years in the comics, it hasn't even been she Hulk. She's just been Hulk mm -hmm. and she's been bigger and stronger than, than any of them. Yeah. Now that's she, not the she... version that we got in the show, nor did I expect it to be. Because that's kind of a, a niche run of of the comics with uh, Jason Aaron writing right, Thor, exactly. or sorry, sorry, writing uh, um, Avengers, and um, there's a whole thing, and it comes out of Civil War II with where Bruce Banner's killed, and that's a whole thing that affects her. I was rereading some of some of that run, like the She Hulk book that happens right after that, mm -hmm. um, and it's pretty it's pretty interesting stuff. Um, yeah, but that's not the main inspiration for this show. Right. It's a different round of books, and I'm not quite sure what which one it is, but uh, I, think, I did look it up. And Jessica Gao is the uh, is the writer and the creator of the show. So, OK, um, so I would I would say yeah. that this run probably stems more from. When Marvel now was going through that whole that whole space, there was a run. I have some of it where it focused a lot it seemed like it focused a lot more on kind of her attorney side of life yeah. and you know yeah. those kinds of things um where she was still you know actively a hero but she was balancing everything out so i think it probably falls into the falls from that run a little bit more which is totally mm -hmm. fine guys like pull it from where you're gonna pull it from right um right if you like the character like you like the character you don't have to like I don't know. It's, you know, but anyway, so the, there's that aspect of the community. And, and like I said, that's a, that's an ongoing aspect of like this community that we have talked about on numerous occasions. Yeah. There's a retrograde grade, little version, little segment of it that wants to complain about anything that's doesn't look like them apparently. Right. Always. Right. Always. Yeah. So let's not give them any more airtime. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's talk about no. the, the issue itself. Or the, yeah, the, yeah the, sorry, the issue, the episode, the episode itself. Right. What, uh, what were your impressions? So, um, overall, I liked it. 
Same. I laughed a number mm-hmm. of times. Yes. Right. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, you know, which funny, it was probably funnier than any of the shows before it. I would have to say there were definitely times during Hawkeye that I laughed. Hawkeye was funny too. Fun. Yeah, like it for sure. had its moments, but I felt like this was that right out of the gate. Right. Well, and I think this is set up to be a comedy. Yeah, I think it's, so too. It's trying to be funny. Yes. <laughs> and I, I think it succeeds, but you know, it has a slightly different approach then because its main focus is comedy rather than, you know, rather than what we're used to with the MCU, which is action adventure with a few little funny moments thrown in. Right. This was funny from like the onset. Yeah. Um, and I, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that aspect of it. And, yeah. uh, you know, it had the fourth wall breaks, which in the comics, uh, she Hulk was known for fourth wall breaks. It happened in the comics with her before Deadpool came around and like made it a, a thing. Yeah. I liked how they handled that. Like the first one that she does well, not the very first one, but the like in the flashback. Mm-hmm. So for in her timeline, it's her first one. Right. right. They're rebuilding the shed and she looks at and she looks at the camera and says, I don't even remember what she says, but says something. And then she kind of gives us look and Bruce looks back at her and she gives this look at the camera like, wait, what just happened? What did I just do? Yeah, that was <laughs> that in the was, preview of, of where I thought that was pretty good. You know, he was he says something to the effect of like if you want to go back to your normal life as an attorney i can respect that and she smiles and looks into the camera and goes he doesn't mean that right 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 like, yeah looks <laughs> over like, his shoulder like yeah. who are you talking <laughs> to and she, right but she also of, kind of has a little look like wait who did i just say that to <laughs> yeah i like um that. so you know they only did it a couple times like right yeah like at the beginning right she's about to walk out of her office and then she comes back in and like oh yeah, right. what's to that mean and like here, everything yeah. which i thought was which i thought was good uh, right i like a cold open like that i would i think that's better than starting with the starting right off with the origin like right into the origin i mean it did yeah, take it's long, kind of fun. but yeah I, I like that i like that style of storytelling yeah i um so it i enjoyed the humor in this show for sure i really i really really did I I really enjoyed the humor and I thought that the CGI was pretty good. Yeah. I know there were some complaints early on about original version, And I don't know if I ever actually saw those, but I thought she looked, I thought she looked pretty good and she doesn't have to be huge. Like, look at the, look at the, the image for your background right now. Right. Yeah. Like that's pretty typical of She-Hulk. She's not, Mm -hmm. She's tall and big, yeah. but she's not like completely like she's not know, she's not puffed up like she's not like I don't know she's not like what's the word I'm looking for here she's not like overly musk she's not overly like hugely muscular right she doesn't look like she's been pumping steroids for ten years no uh, she's I mean just she gets strong that. while being um. not slim but i don't know you know what i'm lean. trying to say like she's lean lean there you go thank you yeah, yeah 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 i i thought that her look was accurate towards the comics that yeah. we have seen her in right yeah. she's she's big like you said she's tall yeah right um but she's not she's not a hulk like she's not like 
Banner's Hulk, like Bruce's Hulk. Like she doesn't get that big until like, to your point, this most recent run of Avengers where she yeah. does get that big. Yeah. Um, but she's always been this way, right? right? To your point, the picture behind me, that's her most common physique is, is that. Yeah. Now I will say the original CGI that they put out, she did not look good. Um, it definitely needed to be redone and i'm glad they went back and redid it because she looks way better now yeah um and was it perfect no there are definitely moments where you know as their face is kind of moving you're you're a little bit like mm. um but it's hard to catch the intricate like facial movements of a human being completely and perfectly within cgi right well and you could say probably the same things about hulk about the a Bruce Banner Hulk. Oh, I'm talking about them both. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and that goes back to like just keep going back, right? Sure. Yeah. And I think the I mean, it's been 10 years since Avengers and and what 12 or 14 years since uh since that first Hulk movie. Like we don't like, talk about that one. I, <laughs> but my point being, you know, in that time, the CGI has gotten better. Mm -hmm. because i'm sure the technology has gotten better and if you remember back to like the first avengers when we got you know uh mark ruffalo's first hulk the only line he said the whole movie was puny god after he like smashes loki into oh, the as ground. hulk yeah as hulk everything other than that was all just physical movement and like mm. grunts and roars right so to track in cgi people having a conversation like we are now and yeah. the number of mouth movements and the tongue and everything else like that's challenging i thought they did it a pretty good job again it wasn't perfect there were definitely some things you're like yeah okay um but overall i think for what you have to be able to do like i thought it was pretty good yeah i agree yeah. um and I, I love that Tatiana Maslany is the is the lead here. And mm -hmm. like that's that's her in real life. Uh, if you have not watched Orphan Black, I'm telling you, haven't. do yourself a favor, friends, and go find it and watch it. It's so damn good. And you'll see how what a what an incredible actor she is. Because this is a minor spoiler here for Orphan Black, although it gets revealed within the first couple of episodes. Like she plays like four, like four, five, six, seven, at some points, like even more versions of the same character. And each one has a distinct accent. Each one has a distinct mannerism. Mm. Each one, like she's just an insanely incredible actor who can morph into multiple characters. And it's, it's incredible. And the story is fun and good. And um, like you just, if, if you haven't heard of Orphan Black, if you haven't watched it, I cannot recommend it enough. There's like, four four seasons maybe four or five um okay from bbc america but you know this the, each season's eight or ten episodes or something it's like most shows these days but it's really really good um and i don't i, I know she's been in a few other things that's the thing i know her mainly from like i, I think she's terrific so i just yeah. i can't wait to see what she does with this character because i think she's a, a really good actor yeah, I, I, you know, and so you bring up a really good point just towards the end of that, um, which is I can't wait to see what she does with this character. It's been one episode. Yeah. And people like 
are talking about how the show is garbage and all these other things. And also on the other end of the extreme, right? This is the greatest show ever. And I, you know, like we don't know guys, <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. The yeah, jury's still right. out. Like this right. has been one episode. Literally in this show. <laughs> yeah. Like if you take this as a singular episode, and I'm just looking at this as a singular episode, I thought it was funny. Um, I thought it was a really nice introduction without dragging it out. Right. Right. That's and that's something that we've seen in some other shows that actually was kind of an annoyance to me, which is like dragging out the character's origin over two to three episodes, which to me is, you know, like too much. Like you need an and that's an hour and a half of origin. Right. And then you get into some more aspects of kind of the show. This I liked because I thought they did a really nice, like without it becoming too much of like a montage. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. They, it felt with the conversations that they had, with the way that they went about it, everything else. Now it's, it's a little different than the comics, right? In the comics, Jennifer Walters needs a blood transfusion. Bruce is the only one that can give it to her. He gives her the blood transfusion. And that's what, that's what happened. Yeah. That's how can she we, ends up as whole. Can we talk about that scene for a second? Cause yeah, I think that scene was maybe my biggest, probably my biggest disappointment in the show. Mine too. Yeah. Like really they, they Bruce is bleeding a little bit and she's got an open cut. Jennifer's got an open cut. And that like half a second of, mingling of blood is enough like that part is a lethal dosage of gamma radiation and they try to explain it later yeah, yeah. right uh with the but, oh something about our unique dna and i mean that's a very look that's a very comic booky kind of thing like you're gonna have that stuff like sure, that's yeah, part yeah, of the totally. part of the story uh, part of the uh the medium that is comic books like weird mm -hmm. things are gonna happen like time travel or magic hammers or you know indestructible yeah, shields yeah, whatever right? like like, oh, a guy can be frozen in ice for 70 but, years. Right. But, but yeah. yeah, to your point, like three drops, a, a, a few drops triggers that. I, I was I was disappointed in that because that to me felt like lazy and rushed. Yeah, I agree. And and it brings into question, well, has Hulk bled on anybody else in our in the 10 years of of, of these movies? And if so, what happened to them? Did it, was it a lethal dose to them? Did it kill them right away? Or did it turn into, are there, are there hundreds of other Hulks out there be, that we don't know about because he bled on somebody? Like I, well, and he tries to explain know. it, that it's their unique DNA that yeah. like, because he says it would have been a lethal dose of gamma to anybody else, but because <laughs> of their unique DNA ability to connect with it, like there was a whole explanation from, yeah. for it from Banner. But again, to me, it felt that was, I agree with you. That was the part I was like, I'm a little disappointed here. I thought they were going to have the accident. She gets the cut, starts to bleed out. And then we get the blood transfusion. That, yep. Take, that's what I thought too. That's and what instead they went the lazy route. Yeah. Oh, get away from it. me. Like what, he's a vampire now. Like you touch his blood. And it, it changes. You right. or something? I, I, I just know. thought that was so lazy. And then I yeah. thought the explanation that they did later to your point it's comic books you get the you know 
the suspension of disbelief, right? right. That, yes. That we, that we have to do with comic books at times, that suspension yeah. of disbelief where we're like, eh, I am willing, I am willing to accept that a man acts as a solar battery for the sun <laughs> and can fly anywhere and right. do anything. <laughs> However, a little green rock can take him down. Come on, guys. Really? <laughs> like, you have to suspend your disbelief right. at some point. Right. Yeah. But I'm okay doing that if if it makes sense. In, in, Internally. In like, it has to have that internal connection or uh, right. consistency. Yeah. Yeah, right. and the fact that they just went from the blood transfusion, which is where I thought they were going. I was like, oh, okay. It was set up to, it was perfectly set up for that. Right. She He's going to take her. Yeah. She cut on her wrist right on her, the vein there. She's going to bleed out. It's going to have to do the transfusion. But no. I thought that's where we were headed. And yeah. then it was drip, drip, drip. And you saw her gr- veins start to turn green. And I was, oh. I was disappointed at that. Yeah. I was like, oh, in the writer room, Somebody was like, well, we have to do the blood transfusion. No, no, no. It's too much. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Let me explain. No, no. It's too much. No. <laughs> sum up. I sum up. Yeah. yeah. They, they went for the sum up route. <laughs> yeah. They went the sum up route. And the sum up route only works in Princess Bride. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only place the sum up route works. Yeah. It does not work in the origin story of a superhero show. Yeah. So disappointed in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would agree with you um past that right i thought the interaction between bruce and jennifer in hulk form uh very much had that old there was the michael jordan um larry bird larry bird yeah the the mcdonald's commercials with the 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 they're playing horse Nope, that's not no? the one. Okay. There was a Michael Jordan, and I can't remember the woman athlete who, uh, and I believe she was an, an Olympian, and I'd have to look it up, but it was the anything you can do, I can do better um, commercial that the two of them ran together. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't remember. And it was, it was a phenomenal commercial because- yeah. Jordan would do something that was pretty awesome. And then she would come in and do something that was awesome. And the whole time it's anything you can do, I can do better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I thought that was a a brilliant commercial. And I thought, man, how empowering for like, you know, women athletes and and young girls to be able to see that at the same time, right. Really showcase two amazing athletes. I I thought it was a, a brilliant commercial. That's how this felt. Right. It was the anything you can do, I can do better. Yeah. And I think this is where some of the meh poo-poo on you. I don't like it. Uh <laughs> stuff starts to come in for some of those people out there that are bashing it because it's like, well, no, she's not as strong as he is, and she can't be doing it as well as he does, and all this other stuff. And it's like, guys, he's not in his full Hulk form either, and he's not worried about trying to outdo her. He's trying to, I mean, he has a couple moments. Right, 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 right. Right? Yeah. He's like that whole thing where she she's in full control of herself. And he's like, easy girl. And she's like, why are you talking to me like a horse? horse. Yeah. yeah. He's really like, what? She's like, yeah, why are you talking to me like that? He's like, wait a That's second. you in there? There's nobody else on the wheel? Like, like am he I just, he jealousy? Am I feeling right. jealous? And I thought right. that was in that moment, perfect, like statement that, 
anybody who has an issue with like her being the way she is out there within the community, that's jealousy. Well, right. But it's also true to life. That's probably how it would go. If you've been struggling with something for 10 years and you finally feel like, okay, I've gone through this long, laborious process to get a handle on this thing that's been bothering me. Yeah, I got right the foot foot thick syllabus and the and your your pupil comes out and gets it in like what feels like 10 seconds yeah that'd be frustrating i'd be fr- i'd i'd be jealous of that like i think that was a a natural reaction on the hulk's part yeah on, of on course it part. was yeah. of yeah. course it was right and and then it turned into a you know as things went on a competition and yeah i thought the competition was very very accurate for like two beings of great power who also happen to be cousins who appear to be like very close cousins yes, right and care about like, each other right like you know like brother sisterly almost yeah. to the point yeah. where you know he's trying to show her something and she's constantly like outdoing him uh-huh. right because that's what cousins do guys that isn't anything to do with man or woman at that point that's what uh yeah it's like a sibling relationship like yeah it's a sibling yeah. rivalry yeah. like it does right. like why latch on to that is like they're trying to make her look better than he is no that's called sibling rivalry <laughs> that's just natural yeah and it's and it's true to the like the comics where the okay eventually the hulks have to fight like at some point they're going to get a little frustrated with each other and the, all right. Yeah. This has to happen. And the anger sets in, which uh-huh. is what fuels them to be stronger. And right. then it's like, right. you know, and I love, I when, love that whole part. It was so yeah. Cool. When he like punches the ground and everything kind of, yeah. you know, shakes and she hits the ground and hits it harder than he does. And he's had enough uh-huh. and he shoves her off the cliff and calls yeah. her a punk. <laughs> right. Right. Like little punk. Yeah. And, and cause he's, you know, they're, they're having that sibling rivalry and right. he's trying to, to your point earlier, he's trying to teach her. Yeah. And she keeps coming back a little smug and uh-huh. cocky, which yeah. that's what happens. Only what would happen. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like all you guys out there who's like, that's not, that's not okay. Well then, Hey, guess what? You've never experienced sibling rivalry. Like you've <laughs> never experienced like that rivalry with another person that's friendly, but a little extra competitive. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I thought it was, I thought it was so much fun to the point where they finally like, what we're, I don't remember what Bruce does. And he goes, Oh, he hits her. Right pops her and he's like okay i've been waiting to do that i've been wanting to do that for a little bit and then she pops him one uh-huh. and just like hulks are want to do like you pointed uh-huh. out right that anger finally sets in for both of them and they both roar at each other and then it's on right yeah. and they right you know you see the trees falling and things happen and they destroy his bar yeah that he was yeah. so proud of right so i thought a couple of good things there I like that for once they had to actually deal with the the ramifications of the destruction they cause. Like they actually took the time to recognize that, oh man, I, we, we broke the bar and now we're going to fix it. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought it was a, a good and interesting way to get a little more of the Hulk backstory, or the Bruce backstory mm-hmm. to fill in some gaps there of the five years. Like how did he, how did he integrate himself? Yeah. Yeah. Now, 
on one level, I'm glad we he fixed his arm, he healed his arm, and we can get past that whole thing where he's got to have an arm brace for the rest of eternity in these right. shows. But there's part of me that feels like that felt a little cheap too. Like, yeah, I, I personally would have preferred that they just opened the show with his arm fine. Right. Instead of like giving us a rushed, like all of a sudden his arm's not okay, then his arm is okay thing. And you're like half ass explaining it. Yeah. Like just start the show with his arm fine and we will suspend disbelief and assume that somehow he fixed it during the, yeah. Yeah, in between time right right yeah i think but i can see where if you do that then people are going to complain about that too like that's sure, kind of, of a no win so. that's kind of a no win situation from a story writing standpoint i would imagine right um, and they had yeah, had I, to they kind of had to because of the dampener like the only reason he can bleed is because he's got the dampener on right so if he you know maybe in that sense he kind of had to be incapacitated a little bit with the dampener if he'd like healed himself would he still need the dampener i don't you know all that stuff yeah i mean so there's there's, a, there's some inconsistencies that exist like within the show for sure like some things that raise more questions than they answer um but i feel like that that's pretty par for the course exactly yeah i was gonna say that's kind of the nature of the beast here yeah that's that's not something new within marvel or dc or star wars or anything else guys there's always that point where you're like i don't i don't get it right yeah what just happened here yeah how did we get from a A to x right like we skipped a few things um and that's you know again suspension of disbelief right you gotta you gotta be willing to let that go and if you can't you're not gonna enjoy it right yeah exactly yeah right I yeah. ran into that, and we haven't talked about Miss Marvel, but I ran into that with Miss Marvel, like personally, through the first several episodes because her power set was so vastly different that it pulled me from a lot of that show. Yeah. And it didn't bother finally... her nearly as much. So we're going to have to do a pod about that at some point. We will. Yeah, we will. But, um, you know, so it happens to all of us, and it can yeah, happen right. to the point where we're like, yeah, curse you. Um, I feel like there's a bunch of negative naysayers, though, that that's all they look for is like the sure. the yeah. thing that they can gripe and bitch and complain about and feel like they connect to that negative side of the community. Yeah. Right. Where do you want to fall and, and how do you want to be viewed? And, and, you know, oh, hey, look, everybody over here is whining and complaining. I'm going to join that group. Um, so. I guess- but overall. Yeah. Oh, overall, I, I really enjoyed it. And I and I'm excited for the rest of the series. Um, yeah. I guess my I, other my other kind of downside was. I didn't love the way they introduced. Uh, oh gosh, how do you the, the villain Titania Titania? Yeah, yeah. yeah like she just kind of jumps like we don't have any. And, and I assume they're going to get to it, but like she right. just bursts yeah. through the courtroom like. And she says to to Jennifer, who are you? But nobody says, but everybody just is supposed to know who who Titania is. Like that part seemed weird. Like, why is she there? But, you know, maybe that's just the they're setting up for the next episodes and and, and we'll but find you have that, to have that out. cliffhanger at the end. Sure. Yeah. To, to hook somebody to come into the next one. Yeah, I was OK with it. Like it was fine. I 
I didn't expect like we were getting to the end of the length of the show and sure. I was like yeah. sure that leaves us with what happens next right yeah here's here's where I caught myself having a like my negative moment with the show was it's, it's it has its points where it felt very Ally McBeal-esque <laughs> okay and and don't get me wrong like when Ally McBeal came out like that was that was a, a really fun show in the beginning like it was it was so different and like she had her little like fantasy moments and she mm -hmm. she couldn't she constantly broke that fourth wall to yeah. talk to the audience and everything else and it made it charming and funny um so that like there were a couple points i was like this is kind of like ally mcbeal with superpowers However, there's no way to avoid that comparison. Right? Right. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't you can't avoid it. Like if you saw that show, there's enough like they're both attorneys, they're both breaking the fourth wall, there's both like it's they're both funny. Based. Yeah, right. Right? Like it's so you know it's it's going to you're going to have something that kind of reminds you of something else. Yeah. Um but right? I still thought it was fun. I laughed. Rachel laughed. Uh, you know, I thought, I thought in terms of putting a strong female character on screen um, that was engaging and entertaining and I think empowering and not afraid right to go toe to toe with like banner and you know had that little bit of cockiness to her of like anything you can do i can do better right yeah i, I thought all of that was great yeah same yeah i thought it was all great yep and i and it's one episode um you know it could go downhill from here we don't know it could go uphill from here we don't know right it's one friggin' episode so yeah, far. Yeah. But we know that uh, at some point Charlie Cox is going to make an appearance as as uh Matt Murdock. We know yes. that uh Abomination is going to be involved. I think yep. maybe Wong, Wong is going to be involved. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's there's so much good potential here. And I think that you have to ask yourself like what are you looking for out of this show and are you willing to let it be what it is and enjoy yeah. it for what it is right right, right. i it's called she hulk attorney at law mm -hmm. right that title should give you an idea of what the central focus of this show is going to end up being and that's her experience being a you know we know that She's going to end up as the primary attorney at a firm that focuses on defending supervillains, right? And superpowered individuals within right, that community. Right, right. Yeah. We know that because we've been told that. We also know that from the comics that that's what she does, right? So that's yeah. going to be the central purpose of the, the point of the show. Um, and that while she's like, they demonstrated the, they established that she doesn't have the internal conflict between her and Hulk mm -hmm. the way Bruce does. But from what I like, the things I've, the, the books that I've read suggest, 
no, her, she does have an internal conflict. It's more about like, how does she integrate her two lives as attorney and she Hulk? Right. Exactly. That's her, that's her issue is understanding how to like be kind of both. Yeah. Right. Cause she has the ability to be both in her life. And, and we've seen both. We've seen her be like just normal Jennifer Walters as the working attorney. And we've seen her be in her She-Hulk form and be the attorney. Mm-hmm. And sometimes she does one, sometimes she does the other. And it's, you know, I think that's part of, I assume, I guess, that's part of what they'll explore here is like, how does she integrate this new I hope into so. the life? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I hope so. Because, you know, that's one of the more entertaining aspects of, of She-Hulk to me is yeah. that, it's a very unique role that Jennifer Walters plays in the Marvel universe as an attorney who is representing superheroes in court, right? But who is also out, who is known as a, a superpowered individual. Right. That's that. And that's very, that's so unique. Yeah. For her, like Luke Cage has that, right. Um, there's and so there's a number of folks that have that but it's it's small right um steve rogers has that but he's always captain america it doesn't matter if he's steve rogers or you know (laughs) if he's wearing the shield or not wearing the shield he's always cap Um, right and it's pretty well it seems like it's accepted now that people just know that that's who he is yeah you know like the the books in the 80s was all about everything was all about keeping the secret identity and you know yeah i i'm i'm to the point of eye rolling at that which if you've I mean, there's to some them, I that I, like, I still like, you know, like Spider-Man. Like sure, they go back and forth. Story that makes his. sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. But to like, to make it be a a a main focus of basically every hero, just I'm I'm and glad we're over that. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, it is fun when you've got like a costume that fools everybody. Yeah, or Kent. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. We're talking about lazy writing. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna put glasses on him. No one will ever know. Oh, the complete. Hey, where'd she go? <laughs> right. I um d- just sidetrack really quick. I don't know if you've been watching Lois and Clark. Um, it's not. on. I have not. So it's the Superman show that's on the CW, part of that universe. But it's also like the first couple of seasons are on HBO. Um, this is so the I go new through one, them. right? Like the yeah, it's the new one. The... It's really good. Yeah. they're married they've got kids they move back to smallville but i was watching an episode the other day and it it just i just it hit me so hard the ridiculousness of (laughs) so john henry irons is there and he's talking to like his computer and they're and he's monitoring like superman and he's and they're watching Lois and Clark like interact and the computer's like, should we worry about this person? And he goes, no, no, that's just her husband. He's nobody. And I'm like, <laughs> come on, you are obsessed with Superman and you don't, <laughs> you don't see that. Yeah. Like, no, like that. The glasses, man, they'll fool him every time. I, I feel like they should. He changes his hair. Me. Maybe he probably changes his hair a little bit. Yeah. They, they should retcon in like he has some hypnotic ability or something. <laughs> Cause I'm sorry, guys. It's been decades, decades, right? Come on. 
all right anyway yeah uh, anyway uh yeah. so uh i'm also excited to see uh jamila jamil as tati uh tatania like mm-hmm. she i only know her from the good place but she was so fantastic in that show like oh, I, yeah, I, she hope was they make good, I hope they make good use of her and uh and that character the uh, tatiana and um or sorry titania um the star of the show is Tatiana. The the main villain of the show is Titania. And I'm going to screw that up like so many times. It's okay. Um, it's fine. But, you know, the those two characters, She-Hulk and Titania, uh, have a pretty interesting relationship. And, and actually, in the most recent She-Hulk book that came out in the last, I don't know, six, eight months, um, like the very first issue, they're like, talking to they're kind of sparring but they're kind of like we really need to do this and and it's pretty it's pretty interesting i I don't expect them to be friends in this one like that or frenemies but but i do like that they have gone right to that kind of if there's a main she hulk antagonist it's titania and so Mm -hmm. let's 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 make that happen it's pretty good yeah yeah i agree and um you know it's there are a bunch of people who are talking about uh banner and hulk and you know being integrated and when are we going to get back to the non-integration you know kind of thing i do like that they hinted at sakar again like she's like did we get did we run into a spaceship and he's like yeah it was a sakar spaceship and i'm gonna have to look into that at some point um yeah, so, I almost forgot about that. That that was sort of random that like the spaceship comes out of nowhere. Well, I mean, you remember like there is right now there is the rumor around that banners that Mark Ruffalo's Hulk is going to get a movie and it's like World War Hulkish. Yeah. So it would make sense that he would, you know, if an emissary comes to Earth and it's like, hey, we need you back. Right, kind of a thing. That, I didn't even think about that because I thought he said Sakarian. I was thinking the like sort of trooper monsters that from from the first Avengers. No, I don't know. I don't know. All right, what anyway. are those guys called? The Shatari. Shatari. There we go. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Was Shatari. Yeah. No, it's Sakarian. Okay. Oh, well, I'm glad you I'm glad you cleared that up for me, John. Thanks. You're for welcome, Dave. Happy to do it. So, uh, you know, episode one, I'm going to give it an overwhelmed. I really liked it. I can't wait to see what else they do. Yeah. And I'm I'm going to give it an overwhelmed for episode one. Right. Yeah. We'll, we'll see we'll what come happened. Back. Yeah. We'll come back in uh, at some point after the show has finished its run and we'll we'll give it a full review. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, for everybody out there, that's just like this show is garbage or this is the greatest show ever. I would encourage you to remember it is multiple episodes to open your mind up a little bit uh, to, you know, what you're watching. Like, yeah. quit trying to push everything into a box, you know, um, and, and embrace the idea of strong, capable women and understand that their experience in life is vastly different right vastly different there are so many things that you know she pointed out in uh her her statement right 
that there are things that she has dealt with in her career, in her right. daily life, those kinds of things that like Bruce didn't have to deal with. Correct. You know, and maybe there were some things like in the career aspect that, you know, you can say, yeah, everybody has to deal with at some point, maybe. But the reality is, is that, yeah, it has been challenging for a long time for women to stand on equal footing right. in our society. And it still is in a lot oh, of sure. ways, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like My we're president not- of the business that she's in and, and, uh, still uh people if there's if there's a guy from the business in 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 the room they tend to people tend if they don't know tend to turn to the guy and expect that he's the he's the leader right and you know so it it very much very much is something that we still have to work on right um and recognize as a truth and not just try and shut it down because it makes you uncomfortable, right? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. triggers your little, you know, I don't like that she's making men look bad, bro. She's not making all men look bad. No. She is talking about the experience that she has with the men that she interacts with. And if it makes you uncomfortable, guess what? You're probably one of those. Yeah, unfortunately, right? Yeah. So don't do that. Don't be. Don't be part of the toxic. Yeah. Don't do that. Just. Just live your life. It's an evolution. It should be a constant evolution of how we interact with each other in the world. Like when we see and and hear about somebody's experience, and even if we're not responsible for creating that experience for them, we we can appreciate that sympathetic about it and and strive for empathy. Empathy. Yeah. Yeah. Strive for empathy and recognize that that is their truth. And, you know, support them however you can yeah and in this case watch the rest of the episodes see what it is see what give it a chance to have its full run and then be judged even though we just spent an hour judging it on its first episode but right bang the gavel (laughs) right exactly we have judged (laughs) we have judged it and it gets to continue lucky it (laughs) she gets to keep going do not cancel yeah All right, everybody. Thanks so much for being on this ride with us. As always, uh, let us know what you thought uh, of this episode, what you thought of the first episode of Mm -hmm. She-Hulk. We love to get your comments and and your reactions to things. So uh, until next time, be well. And uh, True Believers, thanks for being here. Bye. Bye, guys.